BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast. It's your girl, Heather McMahon. Caffeinated up, a little high off a little bit of Windex. Um, But that's just, you know, where I'm at these days. Happy holiday weekend. I don't know what we're celebrating anymore. You know, we're just kind of fucking buckling up. And you know what I feel like? I feel like, you know, we used to go to Six Flags over Georgia, California, Alabama, Tennessee, wherever the fuck you were going over. You know, every ride had that old wooden ride. Ours was the scream machine here in Georgia. I feel like we're just on the scream machine kind of for the foreseeable future. Hey, mom, I'm doing a fucking podcast. God help us. See, I'm on the fucking screen machine with my mother. She's in the room next to me yelling at somebody about a treat. I don't know. The dog, the cat. Maybe she's talking to the couch at this point. We're all going fucking nuts. But I do. I feel like we're on that rickety old ass should have been banned. Shouldn't have let anybody on that fucking machine roller coaster ride. We're like essentially on the scream machine of life right now. Each week I keep thinking that, I, hey guys, I'm going to have something new. Hey guys, we're here. We've hit this moment. We're here. We're doing this. And we're not. We're still in this shit show. It's like we're stuck at Six Flags. We've got season annual passes, but we can't get out of the park. Do you know what I'm saying? When my dad was alive, when we were little, we used to do this thing at Six Flags called Beat the Baptist. We would go on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. when all the church people were obviously at church. We were the first ones in the park. We'd fucking ride the rides. We would just, just crush the park. Hit the ninja ride. You know, the, the, what was it? The gladiator ride. Goliath. We'd do all of the rides. You know, the ninja ride always left you with fucking whiplash. Your head would just jolt around to the point where, you know, that's probably why I have such a high chiropractic bill is from youthful age of being on these roller coasters and just getting a little snap of the the L5 and the L4 in the back. But uh, we used to do this thing called Beat the Baptist. We'd go early and then we would have ridden all the rides seven, eight times, gotten our jollies, ready to go, bounce for lunch. Then all the church people come in. Damn, my dad was a warrior. I miss him. I miss him so much. I've been kind of going through it. I've been a little, this week was hard. My anxiety was through the roof. I'm working my ass off trying to get this creative project off the ground. We're doing it. We're going. 
full steam ahead, trying to stay busy, stay focused, work. So I feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but the tunnel kind of feels like we're on this ride and we don't know when we're fucking getting off, you know? Just, it's wild. But yeah, I just want y'all to know that uh, Beat the Baptist, that was a thing that my dad would, we would do. He was a great man. Speaking of not great men though, hey, did you see that Jeffrey Epstein's accomplice, Elon Maxwell, got caught? I cannot wait to hear what this bitch has to say. Politics aside, you know, Bill Clinton was involved. You know, Trump's got photos with this guy. Everybody across the board. I don't care who you're voting for. Bad people are bad people. I can't wait to hear what's happening. I mean, the kids on TikTok are fucking raging about this. If you haven't seen the Jeffrey Epstein documentary on Netflix, watch it. Your mind will be fucking blown. Fucking blown. Just to catch you up, this guy was a fucking creep and was running this huge pedophile ring and had an island in the Caribbean where he would literally fly like Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, other people that we don't know about, even though I've seen the logs from the Lolita Express, but I'm waiting for them to be confirmed because it's all too alarming. You know, diplomats, royals, people in the, you know, the the thing, the Illuminati's, whatever. They were going down to this island, hooking up with people who are underage. Disgusting. So anyway, this guy, Jeffrey Epstein, had an accomplice, this female. I don't know if they dated, the relationship's weird, but she basically was a high-powered madam. She went missing. Bitch just got caught. The, The upside of this roller coaster of the year is we're getting the bad guys. I'm just saying. If you're a creep, you need to get locked up. They won't let me out. I'm just saying. Truly, politics aside, there's people on all sides of the coin being nasty as fuck. Lock them up. Absolutely not. Also, I don't know why I said like my dad used to take me to Six Flags and then went right into this. Not a great segue. That was fucked up on my part. But Wanted to give y'all a little positivity of something, you know, that we've got going on. And that's shit's shit's happening. We're stirring the pot a little bit. Hold on. I got to shut the door because my pterodactyl of a dog is, he's literally, he can hear my voice upstairs. Hold on. I'm walking with the mic and he's freaking the fuck out. When he hears my voice, he's, it's a stage five clinger situation. You know, I told you the vet was like, listen, we're really worried about these dogs who are puppies during quarantine because they don't know how to socialize with anybody else. So I leave the room. He loses his fucking shit. I told you my vet was like, I need you and your your fiance to dress up in characters, essentially cosplay with our dog. So our dog's used to meeting new people, seeing new faces. He just got all of his shots. So technically, literally in the words of the vet, my dog's street legal now so he can go to a dog park. But even then, you know, you got to worry. You're showing up. You got to be the creep in the corner with the mask on, keeping an eye on your dog. But our dog has not met enough other people. His social anxiety is through the fucking roof. If it wasn't already bad that we're all socially anxious, this dog's losing his shit. So he makes a pterodactyl noise. I can't even describe it. It's fucking wild. Hey, side note. Uh, I just wanted to say, listen, I've been talking about things on Instagram. I've been finding funny TikToks. I've been reposting. You clearly know that I am obviously speaking up for social injustice and Black Lives Matter. And I want my friends in the trans community to feel support. And I want all my LGBTQ plus friends to be supported and women, women's rights to feel supported. But when somebody sends me a message online that says, you're a comedian, just be funny, uh, just stick to the jokes, 
just entertain. Don't get into any sort of politics or stand up for what's right. I just want to say that phrase that people love to use all the time, just be an entertainer is fucking ridiculous to me. Hey, Cheryl, you're an accountant. Just crunch numbers. Hey, Keith, you own a deli. Just make sandwiches. We're all voters. We're all humans. And uh, I'm going to speak up. (laughs) Absolutely not to voter suppression. And you trying to tell me to just shut up and make you giggle. I'm not your puppet. I'm a human. And we're living in wild times. You know, I I just, I was going through my Instagram the other day, looking at these DMs. And it was just so funny to me that shut up and make me laugh. Then shut up and wash my car. Bill, you own a car wash. Quit your yapping, get to scrubbing. That's just so funny to me. I think somebody once said to like LeBron James, they were like, just shut up and dribble. Just shut up and play the sport. And he was like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) And the human too. We're in the thick of summer and baby, I'm thicker than ever. But I'm about to get it. I'm about to get it right and tight with the Morning Meltdown 100 with what? Beachbody Summer On Demand. Let me tell you what, I've been taking these classes with Jericho McMatthews. I set it up. I'm doing it in the basement. You know what I mean? Like low key, real key, sweating to the oldies in my mom's basement. I'm obsessed with the Morning Meltdown 100. It's 100 episodes and you literally, it's a mixture of like weights and cardio and I guess it's like considered hit workout. I'm here for it. And I've literally <laughs> got a free opportunity for you to get that good, good. Listen, I mean, it's not about, yeah, do I want a beach body? Sure. Do I need just even at this point, a garage body? Yeah. I've been fluctuating. You know, I started out hard, did a program. Then I hurt myself. Then I'm like, I got to get back in it. But the cool thing is I have this amazing offer for you for free. Listen, you should try Beachbody On Demand. It's awesome. It's easy to use. You can pretty much access it from anywhere. And it has a plethora of different workouts. I love the morning meltdown, but you're probably going to love the yoga and the Pilates and the insanity and all of the other workouts. Find something that works for you. You know what I mean? They got a 21-day fix, an 80-day obsession, P90X, all of it. To get a special free trial membership is text absolutely to 303030. That's 303030. You'll get full access to the entire platform, all the workouts, nutrition information, support, absolutely free. Again, just text absolutely to 303030. Now back to the podcast. Anywho, living in wild times. I hope they're getting the bad guys. You know, you can get real deep in some dark, conspiracy theories with this shit. I'm just kind of taking it all in as as I absorb it. I think there's nasty people on all sides, but uh, I'll tell you what, this shit's wild. If you haven't seen the the documentary, watch it. We're going to get into some funny phone calls. Absolutely not lying because y'all are fucking crazy. And, you know, we're still going to talk about like some vapid, shallow shit because that's, we need levity and we need a giggle. And I'm going to let the big dogs take the hard things. And right now I'm going to talk to you about things like, you know, whatever you're calling in and bitching about. The subtext of the text is we also got to figure out how to survive within our families to not kill each other. Like, what are you doing for the 4th of July barbecue? I'll tell you what, I got ribs at Costco. Very excited about it. Side note, never take a man to Costco. I took Jeff to Costco with me the other day. I swear to God, he was, it was 65 minutes looking at patio furniture. We've got a full set. We're good. And I told him before I went in there, I said, listen, I don't fuck around in here. I know exactly what I'm getting. There are no samples because of COVID. So pump the brakes. I just need you to focus and stay with me. I lost them 65 times. 
And it was that fear, you know, because you don't get good reception in Costco because it's a fucking warehouse. You know, unless they have like 5G all over the fucking roof, you can't call anybody. Text messages barely go through. Once you're in those doors, it's a no man's land until you get out. And I told him, you know, I said, you got to stick with me because there was nothing worse than when you were in Target as a kid and your mom says, Heather, I need you to go 10 aisles over and go get cat litter. And then you come back and she's not in the aisle that she said she was going to be in. And then you start hysterically crying because you have attachment issues like your fucking dog right now. And you hysterically cry to the point where they have to then find your mother on the overhead speaker. Like, can we have Robin McMahon come to the front of Target? There's a enormously chubby child here who is hysterically crying. We also think she may have stolen a Snickers bar because there's chocolate and peanuts and caramel all over her sticky fucking fingers. Thank you so much. And then my mom would come barreling up Target and be like, Heather, I was, I was by the fucking LaCroix. What do you want? And I'm like, you weren't where you said you were. So really what this podcast episode is about is my dad was great. My mom, questionable left my ass in Target, but my dad would fucking party his ass off with me at Six Flags. Just saying, Red, hope you listen to this episode. I'm kidding. I love them all. Love them both. I just need you to know my anxiety's through the roof. I'm sweating like a whore in church, sweating like Gilan Maxwell sitting in a cell. It shit's crazy. We've had a lot of time because we're probably all going to be locked up raw, like really locked, locked up here in the next couple of weeks because no one will wear a fucking mask. Put the fucking mask on. Have you ever been to the dentist office? Have you ever gotten any sort of medical procedure? Have you ever gotten blood drawn at a doctor's office and the lady puts on a mask? People have been wearing masks forever. Just fucking wear it so then we can get out and live our lives. I'm getting stir crazy. When I was at Costco, a lady was like, they're like, ma'am, you can't come in unless you have a mask. And she's like, I'm not. And I'm like, then don't fucking buy good shit in bulk, bitch. I don't know what to tell you. Just put it on. Put it on. Get your ribs for the weekend. I mean, everybody's losing their damn mind. I'm an actor. I'm a comedian. I just got to, you know what? I just got to shut up and make you guys giggle. All right. Speaking of which, uh, let's get into the voicemails. You're ding-dongs. The only way to describe the people who follow me and listen to me are fucking ding-dongs. You make me giggle. You make me laugh. You've got great points. I just live for each and every one of you. Also, shout out to a male follower of mine, Gray, I believe from Charleston, South Carolina. Honey, your voicemail, it cut out. Please call back. Let me know what's good. When you guys call me from the car, it's sometimes very hard to hear you on Bluetooth. When you have your air conditioning, which rightfully so, it should be on a level like 55. I totally respect that. But turn down the air conditioning for the phone call so then I can play the video. Gray from Charleston, thank you for being a male listener and male follower. I love I love when I get DMs from my boys because you know what? We're spreading love and positivity across the world. All right, let's get into the voicemails. Hi, Heather. This is Annie. I'm calling from Philly and I have an absolutely yes. So I also was supposed to get married this August. And like you and Jeff, we had to move everything to next summer. So I totally get what you guys are going through and just the feeling like all of the excitement, just kind of being lost with the wedding. But here's my absolutely yes. Being engaged is the best because you're the center of attention. Everybody wants to talk to you. They want to know about the venue, the food, the dress. You're just the center of attention. And honestly, once we get married, 
Nobody's going to care about us anymore. Party's over. No one's going to care until we get pregnant. So cheers to being engaged for another year and cheers to having a whole nother year to shred for the wedding. And that's my absolutely yes. Love you, Heather. Mean it. God bless. Annie, I don't know why, but this made me like literally tear up. First and foremost, nobody calls and asks me about the dress. Nobody calls and asks me about anything. You got better friends than I do. People don't give a fuck about us. I just got like sad and emo and emotional and hormonal all at the same time. Is being engaged great? I don't fucking know. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, great. Okay. Uh, You know, absolutely. Yes. I love that you have people inquiring. I really just have people asking me, is it happening? And like, did I make the list? And I'm like, okay, you know what? Relax, John. I don't know. I don't know why I have. I'm going with that name, John. We get it. No, I felt like when I got engaged, it, it was more like everyone would just quit giving Jeff shit. And I had to remind people we waited to get engaged because I wanted him to like have money and us to be like, you know, sort of financially stable. We've been together forever. But no, I felt like I got engaged. Then my career took off, thank God. So I was busy working. We, we haven't had a single engagement party. My buddy Ray and my friend Cammie are throwing us, well, tried to throw us one in um, California. But other than that, I mean, I mean, we haven't even gone to dinner to celebrate with our families. That's how unenthused everybody is right now. So Annie, I, I don't know. It's, I have a touch of jealousy. Truly, I'm being very transparent that, you know, people are just fucking excited for you. I get though, I put a lot of my life out there. So I feel like, fuck me. I don't even know what the fuck I'm trying to say. I'm jealous. I'm jelly. Annie, Annie from Philly. I'm jelly. You know what I mean? It is. It's a wild time. But then it also made me sad when you're like, after it, nobody gives a shit. You know, I did hear that the come down after a wedding, it's like, like the day after your wedding is truly, really fucking depressing. I've heard that. It's been confirmed by a lot of my friends. So I don't know what the fuck the answer is, you know, and it's true. And then everyone waits for you to have a baby and you're, you know, then I talk to my girlfriends with babies and they're like, yeah. And then when you have a baby, then everybody asks you when you're having the next one, like chill out. I'll fucking let you know when I'm ready. Yeah. I want to be celebrated. I got to be honest. I'm being fucking honest right now. I want to be celebrated. I want to be able to go to one party. It's got my name on the invitation because it's for me. Whether Jeff attends or not, eh, semantics. It's about me, Annie. And I've got so many fun, you know, party gags, if you will, up my sleeve. I've got so many things that I want to surprise people for at the wedding. Because at the end of the day, I'm an entertainer. You know how some actors or, you know, entertainers like, I'm really an introvert. I'm not. I'm an extrovert. I'm an entertainer. I'm a comedian. I don't go home and like read a book and, you know, secretly write in my diary. I go from like the stage to FaceTime and six of my friends because I can't be alone because I maybe have abandonment issues. I can't figure it out. To me, having just like a small private get together, just me and Jeff, like that's not fun. I'm going to be with this guy for the rest of my life. I want fucking fireworks. I want to take my top off. I want to run through the sprinklers with all of my gay best friends. And we just fucking go nuts and blast share. And we get drunk on margaritas. And somebody pushes grandma in the pool, but she turns out jokes on us because she was an Olympic swimmer. I said it before. Want to shoot somebody's grandma out of a cannon into a field of lavender. I want the razzmatazz. 
because secretly I don't know how to do anything kind of low profile, low key. And I want to have that moment. I want people to be like, that was the best fucking party I ever went to. And I haven't even been able to have that. Also, side note, I have to say this. I didn't realize that we had a wedding registry. I guess it was public knowledge. If you sent me a wedding gift, I thank you. I made it private now. I had done this like little thing with William Sonoma and I went through the store and I would, I put like 17 pizza ovens because I was just playing with the gun. I did not realize that that was public. So I got a phone call from a friend the other day and she's like, Hey, you have like $40,000 worth of pizza ovens on your registry. Do you want this? And I was like, Whoa, no. So if you sent me something and I haven't sent you a thank you one, it's because they didn't put anybody's fucking names on the gift things. We've gotten a couple things from William Sonoma, which is one of my favorite stores. Shout out to William Sonoma. But um, I apologize if it looked like I was a fucking monster. I literally was dicking around in the store, had no idea it was public. And um, so that's on me. So if you looked inside $10,000 marble table on my registry and you're like, this bitch is out of her fucking mind, I still want the table. I didn't mean to, but I do still want the table. So I'll let all my uh, bridesmaids go in on that because your bitch likes marble. Wow. I'm all over the fucking place today. I apologize. That's where we're at. You know what I mean? And that's on God, period. Y'all truly, between trying to meditate, do my garage workouts and all of the other fucking things, I am literally trying to stay focused and keep my anxiety to an all-time low in these wild times as we've hit another peak during the craziness. But listen, I found some premium CBD that is delivered literally directly to my doorstep and that's feels. That's right, feels. It feels good to feel natural and healthy and just to curb that anxiety. All you got to do is place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing I love about CBD is it's not like you're not stoned. You know what I'm saying? It just literally hits that little trigger point in your brain that says, hey, calm down, relax. You're going to be good. If you're new to CBD, feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide you through your personal experience. It works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high hangover addiction. I, it's hard to describe CBD, except I just have to have it because it calms me down. I don't feel like I'm out of body or anything like that. It just works naturally to help me feel better and take that edge off. Listen, become a member and get 50% off your first order. All you got to do is literally live your best life and become a member today by going to feels, F-E-A-L-S.com slash absolutely. You'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's feels, F-E-A-L-S.com slash absolutely to become a member and get 50% off automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash absolutely. Now back to the podcast. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. This is Allison from Shreveport, Louisiana. I have an absolutely not, uh, absolutely not to every single time that I walk out of my house, pants soaked. It's not that I saw like a really hot yard guy, none of that. I don't know how to combat it. Like gold bond doesn't work, can't work out because it feels like I'm swimming in the air down here. It's just getting worse. Allison from Shreveport, Louisiana, absolutely not to swamp ass. This is a cause I can get behind. It is a touchy subject. You know, when I burnt my grundle at Starbucks, a lot of people were kind of shook that I was even willing to open up and be raw and real about the part of my body that got, got burnt. You know, swamp ass, it's a thing. You know, we talk about titty sweat. We talk about upper brow sweat, that hairline sweat. 
Swamp Bass is real. And if you're in Shreveport, Louisiana, a place I've been to before, it can be uncomfortable to speak about, but everybody's going through it. And I appreciate your vulnerability. I appreciate you, you, you bringing awareness to this. Booty sweat's real. And I suffer from it. You know, I've been doing this thing where I get up in the morning, I have my like double, triple espresso, whatever iced coffee, and I'm in my pajamas right now. I'm actually recording this in the same sweaty pajamas. I've got my Atlanta Hawks t-shirt on and my little show me your moo silky pajama shorts. And I got on a fucking tangent this morning. I got the Windex out. I'm fucking spraying the outside windows. I don't know what got into me. I just got like a housekeeper bee in my bonnet, if you will. And I'm out there just scrubbing. I'm doing the dishes. I'm spraying everything down. My point is, I don't know if I get a high off the ammonia and Windex, but I was just fucking zipping, zapping, zopping. You know what I mean? Just buzzing around the kitchen. At one point, though, I realized, you know, it's that it's that the mixture of the caffeine sweat, the ammonia from the Windex and me being in these like silky pajamas with the humidity of Atlanta, Georgia. I like my titties are actually like stuck to my stomach and it's just it's all wet. It's all wet in the in the ass area. And I had one of those moments this morning where I literally said, I'm fucking disgusting. And it's not even 10 a.m. And my pajamas are are just stuck to me like rubber cement. Side note, because my ADD is real strong today. Uh, one time in the fourth grade, my best friend, Anne Marie, you know, you put rubber cement on your fingers and then you like rub it off. I told Anne Marie, I said, Annie, put it on your face like a mask and we'll peel it off. Well, so she covered her face in rubber cement. And then about five minutes later, she essentially started to asphyxiate from the fumes and the chemicals of the rubber cement, turned beet fucking red. And Miss Mankin, our fourth grade teacher, sent us both to the office and we had to emergency remove the rubber cement from her face. So that's just a little uh, triggering moment from my childhood. But yeah, the swamp ass, it's real. I get these Spanx boy shorts. I wear them under every dress, you know, because I, things are just moving around. You know, when, when your vagina is in the shape, it's mine's in these days recovering from a burn. You know, you got to kind of lock everything up. Here's what I will tell you. And, and listen, they're not a, a sponsor of the podcast. Uh, my friend Katie Serino owns Mega Babe and I just fucking love her products and I'll talk about it for free forever because I love her. Get the Mega Babe, the talc-free powder. She's got powder. She also has a great, uh, it's called Bust Dust, but she's got a boob stuff. And I just load my grundle up with the talc-free powder because if you get the talc, don't use the gold bond because that's got fucking chemicals in it. That's a big thing, ladies. If you got the boob sweat or the, you know, the vagina sweat, you can't be putting chemicals. Look into Mega Babe. Her products are the fucking best. I just douse my grundle in all of the, the chemical-free powders. And then I put the bust dust in my bra so at least, you know, my girls can sort of have a peaceful moment. But it's hard. It's so hard. I also sweat for my fucking hairline. You know, God, I remember going to school at Ole Miss and when we would have our like big tailgate parties, because, you know, we're dressed to success. We're dressed for success, suited and booted. It's like the first game of the season. It's September 1st in Oxford, Mississippi. I'm out there in my dress that I got from White House Black Market. That's like an eyelet white dress, just fucking sweating. And my hairline would be soaking wet. I'm a face sweater, always have been. Face sweat, ass sweat, boob sweat. And people would be like, did you just that, you know, did you just put like a cold towel on your face? Why are you, why are you so wet up top? And I'd be like, I'm a fucking face sweater. 
Okay, back off me, Madison. But absolutely, yes, to us having these honest conversations about things that are uncomfortable. Do I love summer? Fuck yes. Am I unsure of what to do with my wet underwear every day? Yeah, but we're here and we're having those conversations, you know, and maybe this is a charity you could start. Maybe, Allison, this is your movement. Swamp ass from Shreveport. Maybe your Invent America moment is starting a a swamp-free underwear line like dry fit for your pussy. I don't know. But this is what this quarantine's about. Let's have these moments to have these aha, oh my God, I figured it out. Because I can't figure out, like Jill said from Nashville, goose, geese, mice, mace. It's all fucking confusing. But I appreciate you calling in with your swamp ass. And hey, you're in Louisiana. You know, that's just a part of the damn journey. You pay taxes in Louisiana, your ass gonna be wet. Uh, Love and light, Allison. Thanks for calling in. Let's get to the next caller. Hey, Heather, it's Jess from Toronto, Canada here. I'm calling from Down Under since I live in Sydney, Australia. Thinking about you guys uh, over in the U.S. and just want to say hang in there. So my absolutely not is losing one of your best friends to a fucking pyramid scheme. I'm not talking about Arbonne or Mary Kay or some shit. I'm talking about your friend spending $7,000 of her savings on a fucking water filter and trying to sell them to everyone else in your friend group. She is a totally different person now that she has her business. And I absolutely fucking do not have time for it. Anyway, love and light. Thinking of you from Sydney. Bye. Oh, God, it's Jess. We've got Jess from Toronto, but technically in Australia. Listen, I'm telling you right now, just like Jill from Nashville, sometimes I got to work on my Aussie accent. Side note. The way you uh, do an Aussie accent is you just make everything a question, like make a statement a question. So here's a statement. I love sandwiches. I love sandwiches. If you make it sound like a question, that's an Australian accent and that's on God, period. Um, Jess, man, I love it. Thanks for calling from down under. Can't wait to get down there. I know that's so fucking annoying (laughs) already that I have aggressively attacked you with an Australian accent. Jess, here's the deal. I've talked about pyramid schemes for a long time and it's something near and dear to my heart. I've lost a lot of friends to them. I think it is a larger conversation. I appreciate you being so vulnerable and calling in. You know, um, maybe your friend listens to me. Maybe you can encourage her to somehow, you know, drop her a line and send her this. Like I said with the caller before, I don't understand math. I don't understand who makes English things. I don't understand a lot about business, but I do understand that a pyramid scheme is a pyramid scheme. And the only person truly winning is the person at the top and everyone else gets fucked. I've literally gotten in like fights with people from like Rodian and Fields, from Arbonne, when they try and send me their, you know, their fucking business portfolio. And they try and explain how they're like regional vice president, manager, uh, of, you know, the third army of Arbon, And this is what I've always said, okay? If you start a job at 11 o'clock on a Monday and by 11.45, you are regional vice president of your district, that's a pyramid scheme. In order to become a manager of anything, usually you're like, hey, I've worked there for a while. I've put in my time. That just means you have 15 other people underneath you, which is a pyramid. It's wild to me. John Oliver, who has uh, the Tonight with John Oliver or this week or this show, 
last week tonight, that's it with John Oliver, go on YouTube, watch his episode of Pyramid Schemes and he breaks it down and it is so funny and it just fucking makes sense. If you've ever been on the fence or you don't understand how the business, the actual physical business of Pyramid Schemes works, you need to go watch this. Listen, I feel for you, Jess, because I know the fucking water filter scheme. I know I had a bitch approach me about my water. Listen, do I want clean water? Fuck yeah. Do I need to probably look at my tank and see what the fuck's going on? You bet your ass I do. But the business model is a shit show. And there is nothing worse because, you know, this is how they start. They start posting. I just wanted to say for the longest time, I rejected, you know, let's just call it Jules Water Tanks. For the longest time, I had said no. I wasn't going to do it. I made fun of Jewel. I said, I'm never going to be a part of this business. And the next thing you know, I took a chance on me. I took a chance on my future. I'm giving back to myself. It's about putting me first and what I need. And through Jewel's water filters, I've literally found the new Michelle. (laughs) I can breathe easier. I go outside and I know that when I stare at my, my white Lexus SUV, that's because I did it. Nobody else. I'm debt-free for the first time since 04. And literally, it's because of me, Michelle, and Jewel Water Filters, and the 75 people that work below me, and they literally can't realize that I'm stealing all their money. Okay, love and light. Like, l- that is it in a nutshell. It, those are always the Facebook messages. I used to talk about this in my stand-up, and if you come out to the show, I'm, I'm going to change this because we're, we've got heavier shit to talk about. But being from the South, there was nothing better than... I went to college with this fucking girl with the pyramid schemes. I thought she was normal, but now I don't get on Facebook for anything but to watch her do this thing where she has her husband, and let's call him Bo. You know what I mean? They sit down, and they're at their house in Florida, and they're like, oh my God, we're going to open... Um, she's like, I'm going to open my bonus check. And she does this alive a live opening reveal on Facebook. She's like, okay, guys, so my husband and I are going to sit down. I'm going to show him. He's going to be shocked at how much money I just made. And then this guy named Bo will walk in the house and be like, oh my God, okay, you're opening it right now in front of everybody on Facebook Live? No, stop. I can't believe you're doing this. And then she opens the check. She never says how much it is. And she and her husband fucking fall out. And they're like, oh my God, oh my God, we're taking the kids to Disney. Oh my God. I'm like, nobody in their right fucking mind who has a reputable normal business would do this in front of anybody else. That's why it's a scheme. They got to lure you in with this elusive bonus check, which I do think you can make money at these things. No proper business brags about their income. Is it nice to be on the Forbes list? Sure. I'm not trying to get the IRS up my ass. I always say like people who join reality shows, two things are going to happen. You're either going to get a divorce or you're going to get audited by the IRS. Those are the two things. So I try and stay in my lane with that but I love it. Bo, it's like Bo and Jenny. Bo and Jenny are like, oh my God, (laughs) we're going to show everybody our bonus check. They don't tell you the number, but they allude to the fact that they're taking the whole fucking neighborhood to Disney with the fast passes on, you know, Magic Kingdom, sweet. Good for you. These companies take you on these big vacations, great. But it's not a sustainable business model. So Jess, my whole point is that I'm sorry you've lost a friend to the fucking water filters. Please send me a private DM so I can look at her Instagrams because I guarantee you it's, I rejected this for so long. 
Because now, yeah, bitch, it's like every day I go out of the house and I say, today's the day. I'm not going to let Satan get me. I rebuke it. I rebuke it. That was me speaking in tongues. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I'm not going to let Satan get me. And it's like your friend, let's call her Michelle. She said, for the longest time, I wasn't going to let him get me. And now he got me. If she's got a great Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever she's selling, and she has that like confession or her, essentially her testimony, video, post, whatever, I need to see it. Because this is how they lure you in. It's about me. I put me first. I also put me first when I put on like cuticle cream. You know, I said, Heather, I'm going to take a second out of my day, nourish my cuticles. <sighs> Jess, it's also good to know that, you know, maybe these, I don't know if your friend's down in Australia, but that, you know, people in Australia get just as much as we are in the United States. Misery does love a touch of company with that. I'm praying for you. I'm thinking about you. I think you got to be honest with your friend and just tell her, listen, bitch. Nobody wants to hear about your fucking water filters. Go with God. If you're like me and you're trying to fall asleep and get the best sleep of your life, but you can't because you're tossing and turning, you're like, I'm on this old crusty mattress. What the hell was I doing? If I would have known I would have been locked up raw for quarantine, I would have done the damn thing and gotten myself a Helix sleep mattress. Well, guess what? Now it's your damn opportunity to do it, babies. Let me tell you what. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Like, I like to sleep on my stomach with my left arm over my head to kind of reaching around to tickle my right shoulder. Well, guess what? Helix Sleep has literally found that perfect combination of a slightly firm, but also with that delicious, buttery, soft center that I need. I'm obsessed with Helix Sleep. And listen, the stats speak for themselves. It has literally won best overall mattress pick of 2019 and 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Listen, don't need to take my word for it. Helix Sleep was awarded so many different awards. I'm just freaking obsessed with it, okay? Truly. All you gotta do is go to Helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash absolutely not. Take your two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you with a customized mattress. I'm honestly saying this, it'll give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is now offering any of my listeners up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash absolutely not. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash absolutely not for up to $200 off. Check them out. I'm telling you, babies, I'm getting that good, good shut eye. Why? Because Helix sleep. Let's get to the next caller. Hey, Heather, this is Jill from Nashville, Tennessee. I was just driving down the road pondering if goose is geese, why is moose not meese? Something that just popped in my head, and I was wondering if you might know the answer, because I sure can't figure it out. Thank you. Well, shit. First of all, first and foremost, I'm sorry, I get a little country. When I hear country voice, I get a little country right back at you. You know, I just want to connect with you on a deeper spiritual level. Jill from Nashville. You know what? These are the kind of voicemails I love. I love when somebody calls in and they just get, you know, it's like, it's really stream of consciousness. And that's mostly my kind of comedy. You know, you're driving down the road, you use the word ponder, which we don't use enough. I'm pondering how the hell we're going to make it through this year. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'll get back to my voice. Jill, great question. If goose is geese, and moose should be mace or meese. Now, I just looked this up. The plural of moose is moose. You know, but also you're in Nashville. How many moose do you see? Probably very few. Maybe my girls up in Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, Canada, 
Alaska for sure. You know, these are the questions that we've had time to think about during quarantine. Why was this never figured out? Why haven't we come up with a better plan of action when it came to naming plural animals? I got to be honest with you. I think about this shit all the time. You know, I was driving the other day and just literally in my, you know, my Jetta, my Volkswagen Jetta, and just thought, how come, come we still put chlorine in a pool? Isn't there something else we could put in a pool? I know that's a random question. Now, I prefer salt water. I have eczema. Chlorine pools, they dry me out. We are lucky to have a pool at our house. It's salt water because we had to. When you have crippling eczema, as I do, you got to have salt water. But I did. I was driving. I was like, chlorine. Have we really done an investigation on chlorine? When I lived in California, I lived in like a building that looked straight out of 90210. And there was always signs at all of my friends' other apartment buildings that said like, if you get in this pool because of Section 8, Article 3, you will get cancer. And I remember thinking, if you have to put up a sign because there's so many bad chemicals in this pool, maybe we shouldn't get into this water. I mean, fuck, there's so much plastic in the ocean, you're fucked there too. And I'm not going to get on a recycling tangent, but absolutely not. But I remember being in the pool, that pool in my apartment building going, why am I in this? Have they not figured out any other chemicals that could literally make it so when I have a baby, a horse hoof isn't growing out of its head? It's just, we're all in deep thought. We got nothing else to do but to distract ourselves from what the fuck's going on in the world right now because it's hairy, scary out there. You know what I'm saying? Jill, why the hell are we saying mace or meese? Great question. Who came up with the English dictionary? Who came up with rules? I also think sometimes like who was in charge of math? I don't want somebody to be like, it was the monks from the third century. Great. Got it. Who came up with algebra? Did you know? I just want y'all to know I did win. I think I've said this on the podcast before. I didn't did win um, Invent America. Uh, yes. In my high school, I came up with this invention. It was Beanie Baby stuffed with little flashlights. I'm sorry if I've already said this before. They're called Lighty Nighty Buddies. You would Velcro them onto a kid's pajamas. And so if you got up in the middle of the night, you had to go to the bathroom, you just squeeze your little uh, beanie baby that was on your pajamas and you'd have a flashlight. And I won Invent America. So you can't say that I'm not a forward thinker. This was in the fifth grade, I believe. I do not understand people who come up with like math equations. I, that doesn't, my brain physically can't compute that. It says, sometimes people add an S to moose, but that's incorrect. Moose is derived from an Algonquian, from Algonquian. I'm probably pronouncing that incorrectly, which is a Native American language. But if you say octopuses and mooses, that's wrong. Well, it's octopi. That's right. It's octopi. That's not a hard one. I don't know who comes up with the fucking rules, Jill, but I fully agree with you. You know, I love these. Absolutely not to whoever came up with that damn confusing fucking rule. You know, I, I keep sending in your questions. You know, I don't know. I don't know the answers, Jill. I don't know how we got here. But all I can say is I'm trying to keep us moving forward. And if anybody would like to get behind my invention, the Latin Natty buddy, let me know. I'm trying to make some coin. Currently cannot tour. So by all means, y'all invest in my company. Okay, let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Lauren. Originally born and raised in Chicago, living in Vail now, like your Southern girls like to shout out their hometown. And I just want to say, absolutely not. 
with, I work hard and I play hard, or I work hard but play harder. It's like all you see on these stupid dating apps, that and those goddamn, look at the fish I caught, can't stand either one of them, literally swipe left anytime I see either one of those. Let me know what your take is. Love you, bye. Lauren from Chicago, I believe you said Vale. I think you said Vale. If not, you could have said Mayo. I don't know why I heard Vale or Mayo, but Lauren, thanks for calling in. This is great. Literally, absolutely not. Cannot handle work hard, play hard. It's like rise and grind. I've said it before. I want to rise and relax. Why do I have to get up and just start grinding? Now, if you have one of those cool, I don't know, Alexas, Google Play, whatever, and your alarm clock is actually like, you like wake up to Genuine Pony, the song, you know, I'm horny, let's do it. And you just start grinding, like physically doing the dance motion, which is to grind. Then I like that. That's my kind of rise and grind. Um, I don't have a Google Alexa or any of that shit because I believe the Illuminati is listening to us, but <laughs> that's my own personal paranoia. I agree with you. The I work hard and I play harder. What does that even mean? Oh, did y'all just hear my cat? <laughs> y'all, I'm so sorry. Delta's just come in the office. She's going to chime in. She wants a little girl time. Delta, you can't chirp. You know, I have a talking cat. I'll tell you about somebody who just doesn't work hard and doesn't fucking play and just sleeps all goddamn day and lives her life on a California King. That's my girl, Delta. Work hard, play harder. Okay, so you go to Bank of America and fucking hustle all day and then you get out and just fucking rage on Jägermeister? What does it all even mean anymore? Now, listen, I'm not on the dating apps, but I can only imagine seeing work hard, play hard is probably a common theme because men aren't very original. It is what it is. It's worse than a, a CrossFit dude. It's worse than a fucking CrossFit dude. Or a lot of CrossFit dudes probably have the, I work hard and I play harder. I push tires down the side of a mountain. I've got my coffee startup, my bulletproof coffee startup. And then I fucking drink, you know, low-cal, low-carb fucking beers all day till I black out and then suck my best friend's dick we're not gay. Like that to me is the subtext of the text of work hard, play hard. Honestly, honestly, that's what it is. It's at the end of anybody's work hard, play hard. It's like dot, dot, dot. And I also sometimes hook up with my best friend who also happens to be a dude. Hashtag no homo. You know what I mean? (laughs) Remember when that was a phrase? No homo, bro. So fucked up. So funny though, now in retrospect, so fucking funny. Work hard, play hard. What? Dylan's finger just so happened to get up my butthole. Don't know how that happened. Shit is so fucking funny to me, I swear to God. Yeah, why can't a guy just say, you know what? Let's just have transparency here. I work really hard at my job because I'm, you know, a financial analyst and I'm basically worked to the fucking bone trying to figure out other people's money or telling them where to invest. When I come home at night, I open two bottles of wine, drink them by myself, then eat an entire box of the Costco peanut butter stuffed pretzels, watch some porn, and then cry myself to sleep. If I was swiping on a guy and that's what his breakdown said, I'd be like, he fucking works hard, plays hard. (laughs) 
I'd fuck them. You know, that version of work hard, play hard. To me, work hard, play hard just means I'm a raging alcoholic and not the fun kind. Because anybody who has to prove that they play hard has like five drinks and then gets kicked out of a bar. They're not fun. You know, that's the guy where you're like, oh, great. You guys brought fucking Kevin to brunch. Great. He's an asshole. He's a fucking asshole. God, that shit makes me laugh. Maybe if sister friends who are listening to this, if you have a brother who's on an app, maybe encourage him. Just say, hey, you know, pull him aside. Hey, brother, I love you so much. I just, I kind of wanted to have an A to B, uh, P to P, peer to peer conversation. Want to make sure that you don't have work hard, play hard on your profile. And if you do, you're a douche and we need to fix it. <laughs> Lauren, thank you so much for calling. I love you. Um, Hope Vale or Mayo is a great town. And I appreciate you enlightening us with that information. I love you. Well, my babies, I'm going to let you get back to doing what you do best, which is bitching at your husbands. Thanks for tuning into the podcast today. As always, remember, you can call into the hotline, the absolutely not line, which is 800-213-7503. Again, 800-213-7503. I love you. I mean it. I need these voicemails in my life. I'm going to start bringing on guests again, and we're going to get into the thick of things. But let me know what the fuck's going on. Let's have these moments since we're sitting home and we've got nothing better to do than to fucking psychoanalyze the entire existence of the universe. I want to hear what the fuck y'all have to say. I love and adore each and every one of you and like, click, subscribe, send this to your Aunt Lori and tell her not to be the worst, you know? I'll see you guys next week on the Absolutely Not Podcast. Love you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.